1: A city like yours, and we're discussing bullying and his experience he had with bullying growing up and what impacts it made and what he did. So guys, let's give him a warm welcoming and thank him for coming to share with us something that's very dear to our hearts. Welcome, Michael Glenmore. Hey everybody, welcome to my show, Brandy Joy is a voice to be reckoned with, season 3. Today I have here with me, Michael Glenn Moore from A City Like Yours, and he's here to um, hang out with us and touch on the topic of bullying today. Hey Michael, are you there?
0: Hey Brandy, yes, thank you for asking me to join you again.
1: Yes, yes, most definitely. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, Thank you
0: for (laughs) accepting. Okay, so we're going to talk about bullying. Uh, I did experience bullying in my childhood. I'm 58, so it was ways back. But uh, I'm I'm gay, or at the time I was identified as gay. Now I'm bisexual, asexual. So I I identify as being asexual now. But back in the day, uh, I was. Picked on and bullied because of my sexuality. I I don't think that I was, you know, effeminate or anything like that. Uh, Somehow they just picked up on it, the bullies, and they would do things like call me faggot and queer boy and things like that. I never got physically uh, attacked or anything, fortunately. Um, But I did, but it was very, very difficult because it was a daily thing. And, you know, I'd be walking across the quadrangle in the high school. And someone from the second floor would shout out, bang it. And, uh, you know, it just made me my, my self-awareness uh, and it made me feel self-conscious. And, you know, like, why are these guys picking on me? I have done nothing to them. Uh, and that's that's really how bullying is. You know, it's not that someone causes someone else to bully them. It's just that the bully sees a target they think is below them and something someone they could, uh, you know, get over on or, or or what have you um so anyway during that time i was in maybe i think it was in junior high school and it just got to the point where i couldn't deal with it any longer and i was thinking about dropping out of, college, of, of high school uh, i was introduced to a program called school away from school which is a uh special school for people who either, you know, they have pregnant women, pregnant girls there who, you know, they can't be in a normal school because they're pregnant. So they would go to school away from school. And also they had people who've been bullied and also people who uh, maybe have gotten into a lot of fights and suspended quite a bit. Uh it was just a means for you to go ahead and get your education, to finish your diploma without having to go through the GED program, which I'm not I'm not saying anything against the GED program That's a great thing to have. And that's an option. You know, if you're being bullied, you can always think about well, I could get my GED and then move on to college and things would be better. Uh so that is an option. My option though was for this place called School Away from School. You went every day, uh, you kinda worked on work at your own pace and you finished courses you know in the pace that you could actually work them so a lot of people graduated early because they just you know did all the courses quickly and got out of there Uh, i kind of took my time and wound up being there for two years and graduated uh with with the diploma and uh, i could have walked at my school during their ceremony their graduation ceremony but i chose not to because i didn't want to see anybody that had bullied me but uh and another option that I think uh, people who are being bullied and are, are you know, maybe suicidal, uh, you know, that's that's the point where you want to make sure that something's going on. Homeschooling is also an, uh, an alternative if you have a parent who is willing to uh, homeschool you. Uh, so think about that. Think about school away from school. If there's one in your location, in your uh, in your state or or your city. And also think about getting the GED program. Those are three options there that that will get you out of the bullying that you're dealing with in school. Okay.
1: Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, wow. That's a sto- story there. You uh, went yeah, through. Yeah, um... Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, you know, that's uh, you know, a whole nother. You know, you just brought you brought you know light to. Uh, how you know bullying is not something you let them know, bullying is not something that we make happen to us, you know. It's just, you know, because some people be like, Well, what do you do? You probably, you know, I I hear that sometimes with uh, with people who you know try to find some blame and maybe the kid, you know, or tell them, Well, maybe if you did this, or or I had somebody tell my son one time that he was. In a way, she kind of said he was socially awkward and probably kids don't receive. She said, I couldn't have said it because the position she had. <laughs> but I was like, uh, yeah, what's that have to do with anything?
0: Yeah, bullying's been Everyone's around for a long time. Huh? And, uh, you know, it's not getting yeah. any better. I think it's getting worse because a lot of the kids are mm-hmm. being physically attacked. Uh, you know, back in my day, it was yeah. more of a bully Shouting things at me, but you know, today I'll hear so many yeah. stories of children being physically attacked. So they're having to deal with the verbal abuse mm-hmm. and the physical abuse mm-hmm. daily. And you know that you know it's it's just really upsetting to me that it's, kids wind up sh- taking their own lives because they don't feel they have a way yeah. to get away from the bullying. But they really do. And something yeah. also that I us t- I, really I say feel. a lot is that um you know if you're being bullied, just realize that that's not going to last forever. You're more than likely once you graduate you're more than likely never to see your bullying again uh, you can go to college and you know i'm not saying that people in college don't get bullied but the it's it's very likely that once you get to college or you get into a career you're never going to be bullied again so it's, it's something that is temporary it, it's during your school years it's during your adolescence into your teens it's very difficult to deal with but it will get better
1: Definitely will get better. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> because you know that that's such a you know it's it's you know that's why I really wanted you to do this because it's, we've got to like embed this into their their heads because you know we make sometimes we make decisions and we can not fix them and come back from them you know and then sometimes and then there's this one here that there's no return you know and it's like where, where have we dropped the ball when our babies have. You know what I mean? Use use this as their outlet. Somewhere, somehow, if we've done, we've missed something. I I, I hold all adults, you know, accountable. The parents, the staffs, the teacher, everybody, officers, even our leaders, our our nation's leaders, because we all know what's going on.
0: Yeah, there seems you know? to be a, a kind of disconnect with uh, adults during these situations. They, they tend to look the that other way is. but you know they really need it's to get more journey. involved i think in schools there needs to be more programs dealing with bullying uh, identifying bullying and ha- and some solution to bullying uh, and and one of the things that would definitely help is having an adult intervene perhaps you know taking the child aside saying you know look it's not you it's their problem not your problem and uh Yep. You know, but, but, but being more vigilant, seeing it happen, making them stop, yep. don't punish the bully, the bu- uh, the person being bullied, and, you know, do what you can to separate the bullier with the bullied. Yes.
1: Yes. Everything you said right now is on point, you know, because when, when I'm around the children, I pay very close attention, I catch it you know what I mean because you know you know you're going to find it somewhere somebody's those kids are just mean you know and I, I kind of I listen and I linger around and you know I'll dress maybe the bully and I, I'll pull the bully the you know the one being bullied to the side and let them know you know what I mean it's okay it doesn't make it true just because they say it then I'll also have a talk with the person that's you know bullying but you have to like you say you have to be vigilant you have to stop it you can't just like look past it and brush it off you know because it's, you just you just can't you have to just you have to get on it Every time it happens, it, it can start from the smallest thing. Just like this one boy, they were talking about his shoes, and I was, just, I just thought that was just the most nastiest behavior. You know what I mean? Because his shoes didn't look like like yours, and that's where parents have to realize when they do these, buy these shoes, and all this stuff for these kids, you gotta let them know too. Like install things, make them. Hopefully, they're working for them or doing something for them, but also let them know that just because you have these, you know what I mean. You gotta kind of, You have to kind of do that because these kids don't even know any better. They actually believe this stuff, and they laugh at lack of the kids that look a certain way.
0: Yeah, back in my day, it was it was a pair of jeans, the, the designer jeans that everybody had to have, and they were expensive. And a lot of parents can't afford to get these jeans for their child. So that means that there's a child who's left out, who doesn't have the same garb that the popular kids have. So therefore, they're they feel that they're probably less than. You know what can be expected. I'm all for wearing school uniforms. A lot of schools here in Shreveport, Louisiana, where I'm from, have gone to school uniforms, and that pretty much takes away the aspect of uh, being dressed to the nines and being the, you know, the person who has the style, and, and versus the person who is not dressed to the nines, the person who maybe doesn't can't afford those sneakers or those that pair of jeans that is all the rage. So. Uh, So I'm very, I'm very for school uniforms and having it kind of, you know, because that kind of makes it a play, uh, even even playing field.
1: Yeah, we have school uniforms, but the the shoes, those right there, they can can wear whatever shoes
0: they like. Oh, see, that's a mistake there. And
1: on Friday, it's free dress. Yeah.
0: I don't understand that. If they they have uniforms, why do they have a day where you can dress however you like? Yeah, just
1: yeah. It's like, uh, they don't do that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Me neither. It's just like, I guess it's like, okay, free dress days, you know, like a, a relaxed day. But it's like, no, that, you got to really think about that. You know, how does it, I mean, it's, and then some kids will still wear their uniform, you know, because that's what they have. And then the other kids are like, why are you wearing a uniform? You didn't know, it's free dress day. And it's like, you know what I mean? Come on. It's like, lay up off this kid. You know and let them be but parents I blame parents you know what I mean it's like you're making your child think that this is the way and that there's people that don't have it like that and it could easily be you too one day
0: so well it would be so easy for the school district to when they implement the uniform to also implement a certain shoe uh, yeah. You know, they make they make the uniforms available. You can, you know, sometimes it's, uh, you can wear a polo shirt or a pullover or something, but it's all in the, maybe the blue and khaki or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then this, the, you know, they could just mandate that the shoes are this type of shoe. And that that way they'll man. get away from having the, you because know, yeah. I know shoes are real popular now. Uh, Adidas and Nike, you know, really expensive shoes. Hundreds of dollars for repair.
1: Yeah, Jordans, and all that stuff
0: yeah yeah it's just it's it's insane I, i'm not saying that's a bad thing All, you know altogether. i mean when you're out of school wear your sh- your shoes or michael jordan's uh, or Michael like jordan air or whatever you have you know wear those around the house or when you go out at night or you're out with your family but during the school period while you're at school that should be uh, something that is more uniform Yep, i
1: totally agree i know there's some schools out here that that are like that they like they don't mess around if you have the wrong type of belt or a tennis shoe string they'll call your parents so they can come bring you the correct you know attire you know but i don't know now if you're not wearing your uniform they do crack down on you they'll make you they'll, they'll definitely like have your parents come and get you or you know or, or they'll put you in another class or something but they they very you have to wear the right uniform but the shoes is just, that's that's the one everybody's focused in on
0: yeah, when I was in school, we we didn't have school uniforms, so that was a problem at the at the high school I went to. You know, I, did, I don't know if that's what caused my bulliers to pick on me, uh, you know, if it was the clothes I was wearing, because they never said that. They just, you know, called me names. But, uh, you know, it may be, may, may be one of the things. I remember I got my hair cut to a, a real short buzz cut, and that set them off again, and I later realized that that style was popular in the gay community so that kind of marked me as being gay and uh, whereas I had you know I hadn't come out to anybody nobody knew for sure that I was not even my close friends I was so in the closet Uh, but you know so I got that haircut and come to find out that was a style that was known in the the gay population as being very stylish at the time so you know that kind of shot myself in the foot.
1: kids I tell you but you know just with that too it's like a, as adults if we did a lot better on like teaching our kids about the values and how people are different like you know just uh, when like I, I hear a lot of kids at school i them tell other are like, that's gay that's gay and I have to stop them you know what I mean something like why now you're, you're taking this word that learn from home and using it that that and, you know it's a community and you're using it in a negative manner you know what
0: I mean yeah that's you that know? is definitely something that happens yeah. You know, faggot and queer and mm-hmm. gay and you're gay. Those are thing. those are trigger words. And when you, especially if you're not gay and you're having that happen to you, that's, that's a big thing. Or if you're in the closet like I was, who I didn't want everybody to know that, yes, okay, I am gay, you know, as I, I turned out to be bisexual later, but. When I was in high school I was still you know I wasn't sure of my sexuality so I was still kind of you know dealing with that on my own and that was enough without having somebody call me names every day and make me feel really bad and so you know it just got to the point where I had to get out and um, you know fortunately I didn't commit suicide I uh, you know I was able to get to a school that that did not happen and I just can't stress enough that kids, they don't ever need to reach the point of killing themselves. That is just horrible. That's something that you can't come back from. You know, once you've done that, you're gone. And you're, you know, you're leaving your family behind to suffer. And, you know, it will get better. You know, stick with it. Go do what you have to do. Get a GED. Go to another school. Um, you know, what whatever you need to do to either later on go to work or go to college. And and not guarantee that your life will be improved once you get away from your bully. Yeah,
1: I always say just because they say it doesn't make it true. <laughs> you know, that's just their own insecurities. You know, yeah. I tell them yeah. they don't like they don't like themselves. That's what it is. Yeah, for sure. And like like you had just you said uh, before in the beginning that yours didn't uh, manifest into a into a physical contact. And um, now in these days, you know, bullying has went from back how it was back in the day and it's evolved, manifested into it's a total, like just crazy. And I remember uh, a while back I was, um, I did like a little show with someone, a guy named Jeremy Roderick. And he's like into like, he does family therapy and all that stuff and works with children. And um, he had broke down exactly what bullying was like in in different, um, you know, like uh, levels. And when you got to the, the physical part, he said, now this is now called assault. I was like, that's, that's right. <laughs> it's assault. When you physically harm somebody, it's illegal. You're, you're, it's assault. And and he said, that's what kids need to, the person being bullied needs to know, know how to, what, when the level they're at and what they need to do. And it's like, now you're, you're beyond bullying. He said, you can assault. You know yeah, you mean? could
0: uh, notify the police for something like that.
1: Yeah, but kids don't know their rights. It's so different inside schools. It's like, if I'm down here on the street, right, and then I go pummel somebody and do them, you know what I mean? I'm going to jail. You know? But so when you're in the school, it's kind of like, okay, well, just don't do, you know what I mean? It's not taken as seriously, but I think that's because, well, obviously they don't want that, to, you know what I mean? To be there, you know, a, that's a good look, not a good look for them, but, you know, that's it's not even about that, but it becomes the like, once the parent or that child's decision what they're gonna do next, but they don't know that that they have those rights. The children have rights. They shouldn't have to, to go to school and have to, you know, have someone be able to, just to hit you, to you know, invade your personal space and and harm you, and nothing is done. Because if that same, if it happened on the outside of the school, it would play out differently
0: yeah yeah it's very it's very scary the the way that uh the school atmosphere is so different than what's going on in real life it's so overblown you know everything is bigger than than what it probably should be and that's part of that is the the thinking that okay i'm helpless here there's nothing that can be done about what's going on to me when actually there is something that can be done and something can be done you know with involving law enforcement and when you get the law involved. That makes people stand up and notice. I mean, I guarantee the bully would back down. And so would the parents that don't realize that they're being bu- their, their child is a bully. You know, once they get to that point where, okay, the police are here and, and they want to talk to my child because the, my child got physical with another child at school. You know, you guarantee those parents are going to crack down on that. Hopefully. Yeah, and, the,
1: and the school is going to crack down more, too. They're going like, oh, shoot. You know, now, now we got to make sure that we are, you know, doing what we're supposed to do zero tolerance means zero tolerance <laughs> you know you, can't, you just yeah. can't say it you gotta actually mean it for sure for sure well I'm very happy that you brought light to that that we both were able, were able to talk about this because uh, I wanted my parents to know because some parents were helpless you know and as some of them were the parents of the victims that took their lives they were trying to get help in uh school per se they couldn't and that you know, so many children, it just was all, you know, it's going in circles and then when it came down to it, that child ended up taking their life. School didn't want nothing to do with it, they didn't want to speak about it, they didn't even say, give condolences, and the kids never got punished, and in a lot of stories, it goes on like that and I just don't understand how they can just get away with that.
0: I wonder how that makes the bully feel when they, the, the child that they were attacking and bullying committed suicide you know when they know that it was their their fault oh, for yeah. what happened you know how did they oh you know just, what is their thought process you know yeah. does that make an does it have an effect on them I think you know act too late can. but does it have an effect at some point
1: i think it can I, had, I went on facebook live last night and i actually spoke about that i said the domino effect that it takes when no one does anything and you know kids they do stuff and they probably didn't mean or mean for it to go to <clears throat> another place go to that place and then find out the kids that they had a part in, you know, t- bullying to their own life, that could lead into them, you know what I mean? So many different things, taking theirs or just falling apart and just a deep, dark hole, you know, drugs, alcohol, it could get worse or get better, but it's going to affect them in some kind of way. It's going to be either good or be bad.
0: So, well, I, yeah. I, I, I personally want to thank you, Brandy, for what you do. To highlight bullying, I know that I'm not the first guest you've had on to talk about bullying. Uh, could you go ahead and, and and maybe talk a little bit about the experience you've had with other guests and kind of the trend that you're seeing?
1: For sure, for sure. Um, well, with other guests, what, what I do know that that is that is a similarity is that no one didn't. <laughs> it was all. Uh, there was, I was always wondering, you know, during their stories and I would ask afterwards, who stopped it? Who did anything? Like, where did you go when this was happening? That was like, not, you know what I mean? Uh, a thing. There was a, a one guest, he was on um, by the name of Chuck Nasty, Nasty Nation, but he was bullied. He, he was on both ends of it. He uh, came into a school, he was bullied, but then he became a bully you know, because I mean? he didn't know, he, he just wanted to fit in, you know what I mean? Probably so, wanted and, to
0: get that control back.
1: Yeah, and then he ended up being on the uh, side of being the bully of the bullies, you know what I mean? So he had like different parts in it, you know, because then he didn't, he, didn't want, he didn't want to be a bully. He wanted to help the kids that were being bullied, you know, so, but he ended up eventually there was someone that did take a liking and, and it helps him, you know what I mean? And, so, you know, he, there, there, was, there was, you know, an adult, because I was just trying to figure out where the adults in this whole thing, you know, and I wasn't hearing too much of it, like, how do you get, how do you navigate through this by yourself, you know? Um, I also had a guest, um, she uh, dealt with a lot of bullying growing up, uh, a lot of, none of, a lot of them weren't physical, I, I found. A lot of, I think majority of the ones were, didn't get to the physical place, but still played a major part um, into their adult life. Because a lot of people say, oh, that this is normal, it's a kid thing. That's not true. They, some people carry that all the way until the effects, until they're an adult. Um, my experience uh, when I was younger, it was, mine didn't get physical, and i was able to end it quickly voting isn't just going to the polls on election day anymore options like early voting mail-in voting and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity how to vote a tool created by democracy works breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Democracy works best when we all vote, but misinformation and confusion about election procedures have resulted in low voter turnout. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, takes the guesswork out of the voting process. How to Vote is easy to use and helps folks from all over the country overcome many of the process barriers to voting. Democracy Works is committed to helping you vote no matter what. Their tool, How to Vote, does just that. And these are some examples. You can sign up for election reminders. See what's on your ballot. Get step-by-step assistance requesting your ballot. Explore your options for returning your voted mail ballot. Check your voter registration status, find your polling site, and make sure you have the appropriate ID. Listen up. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. Yes, decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote, please. Go check this out now. Teach kids how to treat each other. You know, they you have to they have to be learned, and you have to show them. I said you could put programs, and that's what I want to do: is stop in the pain. You know what I mean? I want to make this to a point where definitely for parents, because there's helpless parents out here that want to help their children, don't know how, and then I want to be able to, um, you know, that's my training out there. <laughs> for a moment, um, do something where kids can come together. Maybe those bullies, you know me, I mean? And that child that's being bullied and, and you find out they have more in common than they actually, you know, they do. Because that bully, that's bullying others, that's pain too, that's, some, that's coming from somewhere and it's being put off somewhere else. So all of it is just pain, so to stop the pain, even that bully, you know what I mean? I don't want the bullies to be Shown in a negative light and like you just said like what if something happens they find out that they were the cause part of the cause of a child taking their life And now their life is ruined You know and when it could have been stopped By someone that knew what's going on, but it didn't it wasn't on the radar, you know stopping yeah. the Pain I definitely wanted all the, the whole sort of, all around the parents pain the, the bullies the, and then just like show them how to get along with each other because there's a future You know, we got to give them a platform to even. What are they going to do? They if we don't give them a fighting chance to even be able to make it.
0: Yeah, um, you know, I I think it's it may be getting better. I don't I don't know what what is your sense? Does it seem to you that maybe we're on a upswing where bullying's being more. Thought about and talked about, and you know, solutions are being given. Do you think that maybe that is happening, or do you think maybe it's as bad as it was and worse because now it's, it's more physical to a lot of, a lot of students?
1: Um, there is, well, I think that as far as being talked about more, I would say, I think a little bit more because we had all these, everybody knows that we have all these different, there's a whole lot of them, organizations and stuff. And even Lady Gaga, I looked at her, it's called born, uh, born This Way, and her mom. They have one too for unbullying. And um a lot of people don't know about it, but nobody's even like talking. And now, now I'm starting to notice that people are starting to pick up on it and, and reach out and say, hey, I have a story, or hey, hey, you know what I mean? And, and they're saying something, you know. But it, it, it needs—it's a lot. Of, it needs room. It needs a lot of improvement because it's talking happening, but it's not happening in the right places. It's not happening in the schools. You know what I mean? It's still like, oh yeah, that, that's uh, it, it's yeah, that's something that
0: up. uh, something we don't realize too is that bullying doesn't take place, doesn't always take place exclusively in school setting. I mean, you can have the the neighborhood boy, bully. yep. yeah. So there's, you really have to be vigilant and have your eyes open all the time to, yep. you know, watch your child, make it to where your child can confide in you, you know, so that they can come to you and say, hey, mom or hey, dad, I'm being bullied, you know, I really need help. What what can we do? And that that can be either in school or in the neighborhood. So. Mm-hmm you know, I don't want to just focus totally yeah, on school, but schools, yeah. it, it seems like school is the worst place. Yeah, it is. Because everybody's that's congregated. That's crazy, though, right? Because yeah,
1: right? there's adults there. You would think it would be the less yeah, place.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a, the atmosphere is, you know, all these students in one place, you know, at one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of school, it's more spread out. But yeah. inside of school, it's very like, a, you know, a, a, a microcosm of, you know, of a test, a test tube or whatever, you know, of all these kids, you just don't know how it's going to boil over and become festered and and, and you w- what you wound up with is uh, a nasty situation. Yeah.
1: So. So we have so many ways and, like, all these opportunities where we can bring so much, uh, you know, unity together in a school and these programs we could put out there for them to be able to... Get along with each other and, they, and that might just that could change the bully around like what about the program We have a program for the bully right for the one being bullied what about a program for the bullies you know what i mean and then and i'm and uh, wouldn't that be great to a program that took a bully and changed their lives around and they became more you know what i mean and then they became that one helping other kids kid that are bullies and like that would be a, i think that's a beautiful thing
0: you know, I, w- I often wonder what it's like for the bully when they grow older. Do they realize then that, oh, you know, I was a real bad person in school. I really was horrible to so-and-so. You know, I wish that hadn't happened. You know, how much do they take responsibility for their actions when they were when they were a child, basically, mm-hmm. and they're adult now? And, um, you know, so do they give it a thought or is it, are they still a bully maybe
1: as an adult? Yeah, some, there's some that are, and then it plays out into in the children. Even though this is a presidential election, there are many more candidates on the ballot besides the president. Go to Ballot Ready for a nonpartisan guide to your entire ballot. From there, you can compare candidates based on stances on issues biography, or endorsements, and then save your choices to use when you vote by mail or in the voting booth. You can even request your absentee ballot or make a plan to vote early or on election day. This election matters. Make sure you have a plan to vote and vote informed. This year, with changes to polling places and vote-by-mail laws as a result of COVID, it's more important than ever to have a plan to vote. Local elected officials affect our lives every day. They decide who to prosecute, monitor the quality of our drinking water, and choose the leadership of our schools. 30% of voters take the time to vote and then leave some part of their ballot blank. This is a missed opportunity to choose the leaders of our communities. It's okay if you're unfamiliar with some of the more local positions. We recommend hosting a ballot party. Get together with friends over Zoom. Split Up the research and go through your ballots together. Go to BallotReady.org. Go to BallotReady.org. B-A-L-L-O-T-Ready.org. Enter your address to make a plan to vote and vote informed. Go to BallotReady.org, please. This is very important that you vote and you vote informed. Thank you.
0: Um, you know we also focus or at least i do on the high school years but i, I know with with your son uh, that he's much younger so you know bullying takes place in grade school junior high and high school not just high school Uh, That's where mine was the worst, was in high school. But, you know, I know that the reality is bullying is, uh, you know, takes place throughout the school system, regardless of the age groups. So this is another thing that, uh, you know, I think from the very beginning in school, kids need to be taught about bullying. And, you know, so, you know, maybe when they're in kindergarten, even start, you know, have some type of uh, program where kids see a video or they – listen to a story of someone who was bullied or listen to the story of someone who was a bully and grew up and realized how bad they were, you know, things like that can really help. I know that, you know, money is very tight for a lot of school systems, you know, so that would be uh, just an additional cost, but I think it's a cost that would be well worth the effort.
1: Are you registered to vote? Headcount is a nonpartisan organization that works with the music and entertainment industry to get fans to vote. To update or check your voter registration status, go to headcount.org, where you'll find all the information you need to be ready for election day. Are you registered to vote at your current address More than 60% of eligible voters have never been asked to register. Headcount.org is working to change that. At headcount.org, you can also check your registration status. Millions of people get purged from the voter rolls every year. Everyone should check their registration status every year. The deadline to register to vote in some states is as early as October 4th. So, you want to check before then. You can also request an absentee ballot. Get info on early voting, find your polling place, or see what's on your ballot. Headcount is a nonpartisan nonprofit that tours with musicians to help co- concert attendees register to vote. But you don't need to leave your house to register or get voting info, just visit headcount.org. Register to vote at headcount.org. Register to vote at headcount.org. headcount dot org H E A D C O U N T dot org because this matters.
0: City Like Yours is a podcast about people with interesting stories. I ask my guests to come on the show and relate a story that happened to them in their life that has changed them in some significant way, and that could be good or bad. I I have talked to a a young man, well, he's in his 30s now, who was bullied in high school and what he had to go through. He was physically uh, abused, and I've talked to various types of people, so the stories are or a wide range of things so i think there's something interesting for everybody you know i don't you don't have to listen to every podcast but you can go on there and read the, the show notes to find out what the podcast is about and i'm sure you'll find something that that would interest you uh, once again it's called in a city like yours and you can find it on all popular podcast platforms as well as on my website in a city like yours.com uh, and i hope you give us a listen
1: Sure, sure. Awesome, man. thank you so, so much for coming on here and bringing light to it. I think this might be like my—I don't like choose and make anybody feel bad, but this might be my most like my favorite one with you on the bullying, bullying topic. Oh, well,
0: thank I mean,
1: you. All, I love them all, but I'm—I really like the energy and how we just hit those, you know.
0: Well, it's it's definitely a subject that I'm very close to home with uh, since I went through it, and it's you know knowing that it's still going on is something that breaks my heart. But uh, you know, hopefully, at some point and maybe before I die, I can see uh, positive change in you know the way schools handle uh, the the epidemic of bullying.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I think so. I think if people like that, you know, I mean, we keep talking about it and and put more action into it versus just talking i think i think we will definitely definitely well i appreciate you uh, michael so much and uh you're welcome here anytime
0: (laughs) well i certainly enjoy it and i want to thank you again for what all you for all that you do for uh, bringing bullying to the forefront it's very important i think uh your reach with your listeners Uh, you know, that's something that can be commended. And I just want to thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Well, you enjoy the rest of your day. And guys, uh, this is Michael Glenn Moore, city like, like yours. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon.
0: All right, guys. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Hey, everybody, listen up. I'm here to tell you about a podcast called a city like yours with host Michael Glenn Moore. You can find his podcast on Google Cast, Spotify, Intunes, iTunes, Apple Cast, and many other platforms. And also his website, inacitylikeyours.com. So check him out, In A City Like Yours, with Michael Glenn Moore.